All right. Well, I guess we can just start with Adam. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We can, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're 15 minutes in at this point, so. Yeah, we can. Like, he can just do it later. Oh, he just can. Oh, wow. Hey, Look who's he here. Oh, shoot. He's still muted. He doesn't know how to mute, guys. Oh, he doesn't know I'm how. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm here. Forecast episode 126. Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced, streamed, and sometimes released on Thursdays and Fridays. It really depends on how I'm feeling. We are a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the horizon FB, or you can come hang out in our Discord channel, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com, where we have a ton of original content. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron, joined by a couple additional peeps. Alex? Yo, what it do? I'm going to stretch this one out a bit <laughs> so we have more content. Chadwick. Everybody just take a really long time to introduce themselves. Chadwick. Oh, that sounds like content. My name is Chad, but you call me Draxy Waxy. Draxy Waxy. I'm going to stick with Chad. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> That wasn't long enough, dude. Like oh, long. sorry. Oh, hey. What's up? That hey. Was, <laughs> going? Uh, Caleb? That's uh, me. And OE93. Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Nice. All right, let's get started with our we actually special... forgot. Oh, my. Why do you constantly <laughs> interrupt me? hey yo. Aaron, you introduced yourself as Aaron and not A-Train, so I don't know oh, what we're shoot. doing. Yeah, we yeah, just talked about this. Yo, I'm A-Train. Oh, uh, God. Oh, that's horrible, huh? That's <laughs> great. I love that. <laughs> I freaking hate it. I feel like if you didn't say it, A-Train, like, we'd be like okay. That's the way below. You have to say it, though. I, I think it's bad. That's not how A-Train like. says it on The Boys. Well, how not does he say A-Train from The Boys. Right he just says it like a normal name. I don't know, man. I feel like he's got a little bit like swagger when he says it, though. I don't feel like he's like, hi, my name's A-Train. How are you? No, it's more I mean, like, yo, I'm A-Train. What's up? Like sure. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't so See? how you swagger. Okay. Just because I had a little <laughs> upward inflection at the end of the word train. Okay. Here we go. Let me try this again. Yo, guys, I'm A-Train. What's up? Uh, here's yeah. the rest of my peeps who are on the cast this week. Alex. Oh that sounds uh, like better. Oh, Jay, no. better. All right. This whole podcast Jordan just got derailed. Delete this. Jorn it, please. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, let's start off the top with a special segment from uh, Owen. We got. Yeah. Uh, what, what are we doing? What are we calling this? Okay. So uh, this is, uh, I guess, hot takes on Owen's video hot games. Hot takes. Okay. We got, we got right. a hot take on video games. Uh, and so Wait, let me. Can we preface what? this with like? Can you just give us a guess, like how many of us are going to either agree or disagree oh, with your hot no, takes? No, so this fun. is. I think I think at least three of you will disagree with me. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay, we're okay. All right, all okay. Right. I I think at least three of you will disagree with me. But let's get this started. It's so not is, a hot take it. unless a bunch of people don't what agree is, with you. Right? What is Seth Green, Ron Perlman, and Sir Patrick Stewart all have in common? Actors. They're yes, they're actors. But what specifically? <laughs> Famous. <laughs> 
Nice. Their, their <laughs> voice actors in video games. Oh. And I agree with this. So I would far. say that they're good <laughs> voice actors in video games. I mean, I, I would say, and here's the hot take. <laughs> oh, this, this is hot take. This, yeah, this, we're getting there. We're, I'm building up to this. Okay, so gotcha. here's the, So here's the thing. We also have people like um, uh, Kit Harrington, right? Mm-hmm. King of the North. He's also in video games, but he, mm-hmm. I'd say he's bad in video games. And I think it's mainly because we don't need to take famous people and put them in video games. Famous people voice acting characters can be hit or miss. We have a lot of good ones. We got a bunch of bad ones. But I don't think we need to use their likeness in video game. I think we can just stop that. Mm. We can stop yeah. with that. We can stop the Keanu Reeves. We don't mm. need to put famous people in our video games. I don't think it helps. I don't think it makes a better character. I don't think that it makes a better story. I also would care to bet that, yeah, people would pay money because, oh, Keanu Reeves is in this game. Oh, but that game was trash. So... Do we really need to continue putting the likeness of our celebrities in video games? Mm. It's mostly for advertising, yeah? I, mean, I would sure. think that it's mostly for advertising, but I think that you can easily have famous people in your video game voice acting, and that's also advertising. You don't need to, you know, like have a character Plus. shoehorned in I there mean, or be bad. Personally, personally, I played The Last of Us because Elliot Page starred in The Last of Us. Oh my gosh. It's true. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You play uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare because Kevin Spacey was in it? Holy 100%. Oh, yeah. I, so, I, I, I think if we like focus on the Keanu Reeves factor, because I think I get what you're saying. I, I think it, like if, if the rumors are true on what the character was supposed to be originally, I think they did actually kind of mess up Cyberpunk. And it actually made that character somebody who uh, was more likable, even though he was supposed to be this weird kind of a-hole that you're supposed to, like, wrestle with the uh, moral dilemma on, like, his choices. But, like, he's Keanu Reeves. He's a likable yeah. guy. So, like, even if he's going to make, like, bad choices, when you're playing cyberpunk and it's Keanu Reeves, you know, it's you're going to like him anyways. Uh, I think if the, the actor is good i think it's okay but i I totally see what you're saying i just i i there is a a uptick of putting famous people in video games in general yeah and i don't think that's a bad thing because i mean we've gotten a lot of good voice actors out of it i mean heck look at kingdom hearts kingdom hearts is just fucking stacked with celebrities like front to back and I don't think that makes it a bad thing. I think that those celebrities do a very good job of voice acting those characters and makes those characters awesome. But I would say that there are celebrities that kind of give really bad performances or kind of you know, kind of just kind of whatever. I'll just you know read my lines and get paid my money, like uh, Matthew Perry. Uh, and so or you're not really getting a good performance out of that. Yeah, he's Benny in New Vegas. Mm. Um, you think it's just like uh, maybe that they don't hold it to the same level of like esteem that they would like, you know, take an acting role like they're not I, so, really so investing in it. I specifically picked Matthew Perry because of the fact that he is actually a huge fan 
of the Fallout series. He mm-hmm. got carpal tunnel playing Fallout 3. He loves Fallout. And that's why they brought him on for New Vegas, because they knew he was such a huge fan. But then he just delivered such a flat and unrememberable role. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's because of the fact that he was just kind of like, oh, just pay me my money, I don't care, this is a video game. I mean, he loves the franchise. I just think that it's a different style of acting, and some yeah. people just don't, you know, they don't translate well. Yeah, what, and, what I was going to bring up with Aaron's t- uh, topic of choice there is I can stand up on stage and pretty much, like, flow when I talk, but then when I get, like, just recording... Like, I'm just sitting, like, not having a conversation with you guys, but I'm just recording by myself. It's different. It's a mic in front of me. I'm talking to nothingness. It feels kind of awkward and weird. And so it's not an actor talking to another actor and actually doing, like, this, like, role-playing thing. And so it's a different skill. I could agree with that. Yeah. You don't have people in front of you, so you can't react to that. And you Mm -hmm. don't have... Like, like you're not doing a lot of... I mean, I still do. I still stand on my desk and make hand motions when I'm talking. I was just but doing it. Most it's people like, don't like you know. You know what I mean. Like it's a it's a it's a thing you do on top of what you're saying audibly. Trying to read the introduction to the podcast is like the hardest thing. Oh, the really? couple times that I've had to I, do it. That's true. I do remember you trying to do that, and it was pretty bad. Wow! Wow! Dude. Wow! I I just think that in general, uh, you know, if a famous person happens to fit a role well, then yeah. Put him in the game. But I don't think we need to use their likeness. And I don't think that we need to bend over backwards to throw famous people into projects that don't necessarily need them. It's just kind of like find the voice actor that works. And if they happen to be famous, cool. That's yeah. fine. I actually know? agree with you. Uh, yeah. You know, like I was thinking about how uh, Cara Delevingne is in uh, GTA as one of the radio hosts and does a fantastic job. And this is before she was famous. Right. This is before she was such a big name from all of her movies and everything. She was just a model that was like, hey, I kind of want to get getting into this stuff and then tried out for this role, got in, did it, did it well. And then, you know, I, I think that it's, it's a, a point of you don't need the celebrity factor. Just get the people that are good at voice acting. You know, Sir Patrick Stewart does a great job at voicing uh, Uriel Septim in uh, Oblivion. Some people and may was... disagree with that. That was well into his acting career, too. So it's not like, yeah. like you know, he, he didn't but necessarily like, need he, it. He didn't need it, and he delivered it very well. And it's the first thing that you, inter- you know, it's one of the first people that you interact with in Oblivion, and it really sells the start of Oblivion, of this person being like, hey, you're the chosen one, and I'm going to die, and you got to help save this fucking place. And I'm like, yeah, all right, Sir Patrick Stewart, I'm in. Let me go find Sean Bean, and he's going to tell me what to do next. <laughs> and, and you know i don't I, I say that with love because i think they both do a very good job of voice acting those characters i think that you know as any role that sean bean is in in video games is dope as hell you know i cannot think of anybody else to give me my little bio of the civilization that i'm playing in in civ 6 other than sean bean explaining who I am and my people and, you know, trying to strive for a better world. Like, he just sells it so well. Uh, Mark gonna... Hamill's also amazing in pretty much yeah. everything. Yeah. Mark Hamill is also great. I think so, I'm going to agree with your hot take, Owen. Yeah, it, I, I was expecting maybe a little bit more pushback, but in general, yeah, let's stop 
like the likeness of celebrities and you know selling celebrities in video games let's just put them in there if they fit that's let's just be honest every role should be voiced by nolan north (laughs) you know you've got the best for every role Um, and you can just move on that's one less factor you got excuse me what about matthew mercer what about what about the the girl you always talk about because you play all of her games because you love her voice acting? Oh, Ashley Birch. Ashley yeah. Birch. Ashley Birch, yeah. And can I honestly sit here and tell you Nolan North wouldn't do a better job? I can't. He <laughs> would crush it. There's like a bunch of games that Nolan North has conversations with himself because he he does too many voices. Uh, Matt Mercer has the same problem in Pillars of Eternity. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yep. It's really funny. It's it's so great. I think Troy Baker is getting there too. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, what have you been playing lately? Uh, thanks, Owen, for your uh, hot takes on video games. You're welcome. Uh, Caleb, let's start with you this week. What have you been playing? Well, as you know, I've been playing some Outriders because uh, I've been playing it with you and Alex. Uh huh. I do know this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody mm-hmm. else does, but we, yeah, was that more to me? Outriders with uh, Aaron and Alex. Yeah, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. We even streamed it for a bit. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Wait, how do you know that? But you didn't know that we played it together. <laughs> oh, I saw that the Horizon was streaming it, and then I went, oh, don't watch that. That oh. channel's garbage. <laughs> Unsubs. Wow. I guess specifically wow. remember you chatting, though. That's weird. No, that was someone different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've been enjoying Outrider so far. I uh, I switched classes when we started, because I, play, I played Trickster in the demo. And then we started up, started playing... Devastator. Devastator, thank you. Couldn't remember the name of it. So it's just not as fun. It's not as fun. So I've swapped back now that we reached my level of my trickster. And man, trickster is such a blast to play. <laughs> Freaking uh, teleporting behind people, putting up domes that slow everybody down. Mm. Mm, actually, so good. they're as a warning for you. They're nerfing trickster. No, don't. Wow. Well, I mean, that's not owned. really the class that needs nerfed. Guys, Damn. let's talk about the Technomancer. Technomancer, oh my <laughs> god. So Christmas, good, dude. dude. Somehow Rex Aaron people, that. best abilities. I mean, you literally could not play the game without having a Technomancer in your party. It's just no so way. So true. So true. This is what happened. We go to start this game. I'm like, don't play Technomancer. It's the worst class. And no, he's no, like, no, no, no. I'm going to play no. Technomancer. That is not what just happened. You said, you. you said... I don't know. I think our group needs a Technomancer because I don't know that we can actually no, no, do no, no, it no, in level no. content unless I we have said, a Technomancer. Don't play Technomancer. It's the worst class. And then I paused for a moment and thought to myself and you voiced out loud. Right I there. said, hmm, but I wonder if we will need one for high level content because they're kind of oh, like the support shoot. and healer. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but it doesn't really matter because they're lame. Also, they're and not the support and like, healer. Know, they're whatever it. you need them to be. They are just it. the best class. They're not the best class. Best class. Sure. You need a guy who can throw a single mine. He's got you. Done. Yeah. Fire a bunch of rockets. Done. Shoot bullets. Done. You want to shoot, shoot bullets? bullets. How, not yeah, many. how many? How many abilities do you have that are basically other guns? Because um, it's a lot. Let's see. It's one, two, three, four, four, four out of the five ability. No, four out of the six abilities I have unlocked are just other guns. Mm-hmm. And one of them just buffs your guns. What's yeah. another one just buffs your guns? What's worse about this situation is that Aaron is not a fan in general of third-person shooters, and he picked the class that is that most plays like a third per like a regular yeah. third-person shooter. <laughs> That's true. I, for what it's worth, I have enjoyed the game. It's not like I don't dislike playing the Technomancer. I do think it is a a class that they just added in. It doesn't feel like I've played a little bit of the Devastator. They feel nothing alike. 
mm-hmm. you're playing a completely different game. I understand that. Uh, but I, it's still fun. It's enjoyable. They might. I mean, they might be closer to the, the stronger end just because of how they work. Like, they, they get healing from everything that they do. Yeah. Rather than, you know, the other classes that have to do specific things to heal. It's just a percentage of all your damage. You just get healing. And then also, like, I don't know, your weapons are really strong. There was one time where you had, um, like, the toxic ammo up for, like, ever. Because oh, yeah, you were, like, getting it back somehow. I had toxic ammo, and I had an LMG, and then I had a, a, a like a mod for the LMG that if I killed someone, it reloaded 30% of the ammo cache. So I literally shot like five or 600 bullets before I ran out. I mean, we and just ran out that's supposed to be enemies. like very limited ammo type because it's yeah. so strong. So, I mean, that was just dumb. It was awesome. <laughs> Most so open I, class, dude. I read a little bit further in this article, and I want to warn you, Technomancer is also getting nerfed. That's, it's mm. necessary. I mean, I'm telling you, man. Too strong. Are they Most just of the time, all the Alex classes? and Caleb are dead, and I just have to survive long enough to revive them. It looks like Trickster got nerfed the hardest. Technomancer deals 15% less damage against poisoned enemies. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and Pyromancer's <laughs> Trial of Ashes Hero Tree node goes down by 15 as well. Mm-hmm. I don't Whatever know that what that sentence means. Dev- Devastator is <laughs> perfectly balanced, is what you're telling me. Yeah, they nailed it on that mm-hmm. one, I guess. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I was playing the Pyro with them. That class is that class is all right. I I kind of like it. I've in my spare time been leveling my Devastator to maybe switch over to that. Mm. Just because you know, I, I don't know. It's fun to just like fly as a pile of rocks at people. Can I get <laughs> Can I get like your general opinion about the game, Caleb? I'm super interested. I've heard Alex's. I know he really uh, likes it. I've been enjoying the gameplay, and uh, I like <laughs> the setting, but not really interested in the story, which is unfortunate. It, are you are you just exhausted by the number of opening door cutscenes? Oh my gosh, those are annoying. But nah, it's just the story's not very interesting so far. Would it make it more interesting if the camera shook a little bit more, like fifteen percent more, maybe <laughs> a little bit more yeah, camera that's, shake? That's there. not great either. They did fix one thing, which is you can turn off motion blur in the full game. Yeah. So like when you're sprinting around base and stuff like that, it's not just like headache inducing. <laughs> um, we did have like a ton of technical issues with this game. Yeah, that's true. But Servers close, were down if for not hours, if not yeah. the worst like launch of an online game I've seen. I don't know. It's pretty poor. You usually expect bad servers the first day of an online game, maybe the first couple days. It was like three days later. And they were still down for hours at a time. I'm pretty sure they still don't have crossplay re-enabled. No, yeah, they said they almost a week. They said it would be a while before they crossplay back up. I, I almost like just give them that, like whatever. That's like a special thing. But like being able to play the game on the the platform that you bought it on probably should be a thing that they focus on. You know, uh, from my standpoint, I think I, I I of course like the looter shooter aspect of this. I like finding weapons. I think the mod the modding system is a little weird you don't you can't really change your guns up as much as you're just kind of like equipping a mod on a gun that you find maybe that changes if you as you get further down you can start equipping scopes or changing barrels or whatnot but i don't think so it seems very limited in that aspect not a big deal because the guns are so varied i'm okay with that yeah Uh, i mean i don't think that seems any different from most other looter shooters right like destiny you're not you're not putting scopes on guns in destiny yeah right but i'm also not putting like mods on anything in in destiny really either yeah 
Like if, they, if you're gonna give me a little bit, I need I need a lot. You need to give me some more. <laughs> but I want stalker go towards level. like changing the. Yeah, it, it's kind of they're all kind of like uh, if you were comparing it to Destiny, it's like getting random perks for your gun, like Firefly. Yeah, except that you can pick which perks you have. Yeah, yeah. Once you've unlocked them, you can pick them. Uh, I also think the the cutscenes. There's a lot of them. I think the story is kind of cool. Um, the cutscenes are very quick. Literally, everyone dies in every cutscene you watch, so that's cool. a lot of death. A lot of yeah, death. ton of death. Pretty good comedic timing sometimes. Yep, not quite on par with uh, Wasteland Three, but it's it's pretty good. Um, the only thing I would say, like really negative wise, I think everything feels like a bullet sponge right now. But that just could literally be because we're at World Tier Six or Five or whatever. Right, yeah. we did hit. We did hit kind of a wall when we got to World Tier Six, I think. Yeah, six and was then bad. Back down. It's just five, a lot five of bullets. Right. Uh, yeah, we could drop. I mean, we could drop it down to four, and I'm sure it'd be a lot quicker pace. That's also kind of comes with the genre. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I don't know if we're still comparing to Destiny. Destiny does, I think, a thing that kind of tricks you in that they they throw so much fodder at you all the time. That it makes you feel like your guns do more than they they actually do, but when you get to the real enemies, it's still kind of you know bullet spongy. Yeah, yeah. But there's like tons of you know one shot kill enemies all the time to make to, to give you the illusion that your RPGness I, is not showing. I like that illusion. Give me that, please. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It feels good. Yeah. I don't know. It's I I've noticed um, playing on my own more recently i think the game's performing better really and i don't know if that's related to not being in a party with you guys or if that's just their servers have improved and it's a general stability improvement which has given some sort of performance enhancement but like my frame rate's better it could be technomancer is so good (laughs) that it takes all your frames to render Mm -hmm, his amazing mm -hmm. power i'm actually certain of that now that you say it because I was getting like true. 500 frames somehow. I don't wow. Know. Like I was just, <laughs> it was incredible. But yeah, I think it was the gameplay is just kind of a blast. Yeah, gameplay's fun. It's, it's been... kind of, it's, it's not nearly to the level of Andromeda, but it's kind of got that feel. Like the gameplay's really good. And then to me, the story is just kind of, it's not bad like it was in Andromeda. It's just not very <laughs> great. It's not great. It's just kind of fine. I could see it improving. Yeah. I'm already sure. kind of into it. It's it's got a vibe. I don't know. It's yeah. What what'd you call it? You said it's got like a sci-fi B movie. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that yeah. feels about right. Like a sci-fi <laughs> original movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's got that vibe to it. And if you're if you're trying to look for something like that, this is here for you. Yeah, it's true. I've been soloing like world tier five stuff on the Devastator. Oh, yeah. And just like you kind of like round everybody up and then use all your moves on them. And it's it's pretty awesome. It feels I'm excited sick. to see what they do with all the when we get into like legendary items because we just got our first item that has two mods. Two mods, on. yeah. Like tier three mods should be pretty cool when we unlock yeah. those. Yeah. Uh, I will say I have done some reading about like where people end up, um, and it seems like a lot of players when they end up playing like when, in groups they end up just picking the bullet. I don't. I can't think what the mod's called, but it's the one I have that does poison. Each class has one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the one that everybody just ends up playing with because, yeah. especially at higher world tiers, like everybody's guns are doing so much damage that if you try to go in, you're just dying. So people end right. up playing cover shooters and have equipping the bullet stuff. Yeah, I think I think you'll get really to that point for sure. Well, 
if you if you go up that high in a world tier, you're gonna get there, I think. But yeah, if you just drop it back down to where it's fun to dive in and murder people, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're not really losing much. Uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, I've also been playing a ton of Binding of Isaac because the Repentance DLC came out. The last, but not last DLC. The the quote last uh-huh. Binding of uh-huh. Isaac DLC sure. for sure. the second time before Binding of Isaac three. I mean two. <laughs> I mean yes, something some number. Uh, it's it's pretty solid. They added uh, two new characters. I've unlocked both now. Uh, the first one's pretty good. Really interesting mechanics on her. She she can't pick up like soul hearts. But she can use any soul heart she does pick up to power her active item instead. So it's an interesting trade there. It makes cool. getting devil and angel rooms very difficult. Because if you take regular heart damage, you have a lower chance of getting one. Mm-hmm. So that's frustrating. But you can use your active item more, which is interesting. You can use it like four times in the same room. Wow. Like destroy a boss or something. Uh, the second character they added, I hate very much. Wow. <laughs> yep. The character's Jacob. Uh, I don't really want to spoil what he does, but he's horrible. He's so freaking hard. <laughs> maybe you're just not good enough yet. Yeah, no. you thought about getting good, maybe? I think he's legitimately harder than the Lost, who dies if he takes two damage in any room. That's... <laughs> that's hard. Oh, man. It's frustrating. Uh, but they also added uh, some new levels and a couple new endings. And one of the new endings is super clever. You have to like work your way back up through the levels at some point. Oh, I really like it a lot, but I haven't beaten the boss of it because it's incredibly difficult. You're also only getting the items for like two thirds of a run, and then you got to go beat a really difficult boss. So I, I currently have like a, a 17 loss streak, I think. That's nothing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm enjoying it a lot. A lot of really cool new items. Not really very many frustrating new items, which is mm. good. That's good. Because yeah, the last one, the like community update had a lot of frustrating items, right? Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. And this this new update is actually based on a, a big mod a bunch of people worked on. So like I think around half of the content that was added in this update is all from that mod. And then half oh, that's of it's cool. like original stuff from the creators. Mm. But overall didn't, it's pretty solid. Didn't they also update uh, some old items. They did. Um, some in good ways, some in bad ways. Hmm. Uh, I think they, they they weirdly buffed some items that I thought were already really good. Hmm. I thought that was strange. Uh, that and like they didn't thing. buff all of the items that I hate hmm. for the most part. So that's good. Did they buff soy milk? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I've only picked it up once. It was pretty bad when I picked it up. So. Yeah, I mean, it's soy milk. Probably not. So. Uh, Alex, how about you? What have you been playing lately? Uh, well, we already talked about um, Outriders. Talk about it, talk about it. Yeah, we did. It did happen. I'm playing some of that, a lot of that. Um, Chad pulled me in the other day and made me play this game called Knockout City with him. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. It is Knockout City TM Crossplay Beta. Thank you. Yes, I guess it was the Knockout City TM <laughs> Crossplay Beta. Um, which is essentially a three-on-three multiplayer. I would call it a shooter, but it's dodgeball. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I, I would agree with the shooter, but also dodgeball. Yeah, it's like an, <laughs> an arena shooter, but it's dodgeball themed. So you have to go pick up balls around the map and uh, 
you like hold the trigger to charge them and then you can throw them directly at the person or there's a couple modifiers you can put like you can kind of put some spin on it and curve it at them so try to throw them off or like do a like a high throw like you throw it up high and it comes down and uh you can right click to catch does it feel like uh Robot uh-huh. Roller Disco Derby uh, Dirty Dodgeball or whatever it's called. I can never no, remember the name. No, okay. that that feels way more like a shooter. Okay. This is like, I don't know. There's like some strategy involved in how you have to approach a situation because people get real good at catching and catching mm. doesn't, catching doesn't put you out. Oh, so it's not like, so it's not like dodgeball. regular dodgeball. And also you can get hit twice. So it's really not like regular dodgeball. <laughs> it's dodgeball themed. It's Dodge Brawl, okay? So you're trying <laughs> to hit actually people on the website. twice. It says Dodge Brawl. Um, and you gotta have to... You, you're trying to trip them up. So there's like a pump fake button. So you can like fake throw pe- at people. And then like the catch has like a little bit of a recovery time on it. So you're trying to catch them off guard and hit them with the ball, you know? Um, but I don't know. It's just really fun and frantic. And, and the maps are cool and open and you've got like a hang glider so you can like traverse just like stuff. regular dodgeball mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh you can like hold a button to like metroid yourself into a ball essentially and then one of your allies can pick you up and throw and you? throw you <laughs> and oh, you can be nice. the boss can you have uh, if, a ball while you're a ball you can't have a ball while you're a ball mm, that's too bad but if you hit somebody with a player that counts as two. Oh. So that's good. It's also good for like, oh no, we're in a situation where there's no balls near us here. <laughs> throw me instead. Um, also, if you fully charge a person up, you you like throw them straight up in the air and they become like a missile. And then you kind of like try to land near people and there's like an explosion. And if they get caught in the explosion, they die. That's an extra layer. Of... And this is nothing <laughs> so like the dodgeball I played as a child. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it is. You're just, you're misremembering your childhood. <laughs> And then each each round also has like some type of special ball on the field that there's a couple of. So there's like a sniper ball that like shoots really fast and straight or there's like a a police ball that like traps you in a cage as a ball. So if you hit somebody with that, they'll be balled up and then you can go grab them and throw them off the map. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, a yeah. bomb ball. That one has like a timer on it and you can kind of like audibly hear it. More like a hot potato sort of situation. Trying not to have it when it goes off. So you want to make sure it's like last second you throw it or you can throw it back and forth fast enough to make sure that they have the ball when it explodes. Yeah, but it's a lot of like positioning and like double teaming people and trying to catch people off guard when they're not paying attention. But that seems cool. There's also a, a pass ball feature where you can, uh, yeah, you if can you're playing keyboard and mouse, you, you hit middle mouse button. And the thing is, is it takes maybe like three to four seconds to charge up a ball if you're doing it yourself. But if you pass the ball, it automatically charges. And that's another thing. When you catch a ball, if you do a perfect catch, uh, the ball's fully charged to where you can launch it directly back at the player. Oh. And then it speeds up if you guys keep doing perfect catches. Mm. And so you have those really like (laughs) intense back and forth. And then when you start adding in the pump fakes and the the throwing it like uh, by twirling or or doing the flip to where like goes off to the side or like up high, like it gets intense. And then all of a sudden you like throw it super slow 
<laughs> and they're expecting like really fast and they're just like oh. <laughs> they try to catch it way too early and then it just gets smacked with a really slow ball it's very funny <laughs> man i was gonna say one more thing about it but i forgot what it was so there you go there's a couple cool. different maps that are really cool that you know it's not just like one arena like you know if you think about like rocket league for instance like it's not just like the same arena every single time there's some elevation to some of the maps different things that you can drop in uh it's cool it's a cool game it's can cartoony. you only catch a ball thrown at you or can you like dodge you, you can, can dodge. yeah there's a dodge feature and that's that's another thing that you dodge away from the ball or you can dodge into people who are holding balls and it'll knock the ball away from them so they no mm. longer are holding the ball you can also if you're close to edges keep dodging into them to knock them off of the edge mm. <laughs> So I, there's a lot of different things you can do in that game. It's it's not like just most of the time I tried to do that. I they would dodge my dodge and then I would fly off the edge myself. <laughs> True. Yeah. Classic. You got to get good, Alex. Yeah, yeah. It's, cool, it's a it's a really neat kind of fun. Best out of three, ten ten points to win. Really quick games. There's like ranked modes and stuff coming out when it actually comes out. Uh, eventually, that was just the beta, you know, because crossplay beta. But uh, May twenty first is when it's planned for release not sure if it's gonna be free or not hopefully it was it looks like it should be a free-to-play game that's it's one of those multiplayer only titles that like if they don't make it free to play it's just gonna die yeah super fast <laughs> it reminds me of a uh, rocket arena which yep. i mean rocket arena didn't really have that big of a player base because it was paid i like that game a lot too i've also checked out this small indie title Small call, yeah. <laughs> pun intended. Uh, it's called "My Older Sister Left the Computer," so I got on and found myself trying to coordinate a raid in a game, and I don't play MMOs. So, I'm sorry. basically, I bought it what for the, the title. What is the name of this game? <laughs> <laughs> the name of the game is "My Older Sister Left the Computer," so I got on and found myself trying to coordinate a raid in a game, and I don't play MMOs. Okay, cool. So, like, what's the shorthand of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. How'd you do it? That's uh, it's funny because the the place where you download it has a second version of it that has a shortened title because some people uh, on certain file systems have issues opening the folder because the name <laughs> oh is too long. Oh my god! My god. Hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's basically exactly what the title says. You start the game. What does that mean? What do you mean? It's exactly what the title says. You, you start the game and your character, you name your character, and then your character's just like, ah, oh, yeah, finally my sister's off the computer. I can play some stuff. And you like sit down, and she's already logged into this MMO, and you're like, what's this? And then everybody in in there is like, oh, you're back. We can finally try to fight this boss. And they're like, by the way, you're the only one that knows the raid mechanics, so. You have to tell everybody what to do. And basically you enter into like a JRPG battle against like a raid boss, except for you're controlling 40 characters. Oh, good Lord. And you have to like manually go through each character and select what action they're going to take. And they all have unique sets of skills that are named things that are like impenetrable. And the descriptions will be like, uh, has a chance to apply an effect on an ally. And it's like, Huh. Hmm. Okay. This is pretty much just like a joke game. Mm-hmm. You know, I that I got specifically for that. the name. I have a gripe with that game because, and maybe Owen can back me up on this. As somebody who's done raids in the past, mm-hmm. 
with groups of people online, everybody knows the raid mechanics, and everybody wants everybody to know they know the raid mechanics. Uh, I would I would agree for the most part with with what you're saying. Yeah. So like this having one. one person know the raid mechanics. You're supposed to direct everybody. Oh my gosh. Maybe she's you not go like through all and... our friends are noobs. You literally spend freaking noobs time setting up actions for forty people, and then it plays out the JRPG. Well, thirty nine, I guess. It plays out the JRPG turn where the boss does like a big attack, and then individually each of your forty people does what you've told them to do. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> and it takes oh, so long; it's hilarious. That's awesome. And then you sit there and you go through again. At one point, I was just like, "All right, I'm done." So I just hit basic attack on everybody like as fast as possible. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, and then, like, at certain times, the boss will, like, kill a couple people, like, half the people will be dead, but then somebody has, like, an ability that reses everybody in the party somehow. I don't know what kind of game this is. Um, Sounds awesome. Yeah, overall, pretty bad game, but I thought it was very funny. It it started as a, a, a April Fool's joke that was supposed to be, like, a, um commentary on false scarcity because the the game was only supposed to be up for april fool's day and it cost two dollars and then it was pulled off and the person that made it was going to put it up every april fool's day but for increasing prices every year (laughs) Um, and then it became such a meme on the internet that they realized it was kind of like actually being a false scarcity situation and and kind of like fighting against the commentary they were trying to make. So they just put it out for like permanently. Interesting. So you can go get it on whatever site it was on. I don't remember. It's that? Yeah. It's There you go. Uh, Chad, how about you? What have you been playing lately? Yeah. So we already touched on knockout city TM crossplay beta, uh, but I, you know, having the correct title. I oh, appreciate of course. that. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Nice. So I play, play a little bit of that. Somebody fix um, my title in the notes. What the heck? <laughs> no, <laughs> That's that's been kind of fun. It's a good breather from the BRs that I play. Uh, got back into Hunt Showdown a little bit more. Um, you know, I've been crossing back and forth between that and Warzone. Um, talked about Hunt Showdown before, but just to kind of like go back over it again, uh, it's a PVEVP game. So basically, you're fighting these like bug zombies, and you have a contract that you're going to like go focus on but there's like clues that you have to get around the map before like three of them that before you actually get to the boss um kill the boss grab the boss's bounty all while actually fighting other players as well that are trying to do the same thing as you uh you go into each round with loot that you have acquired uh through purchasing with hunt dollars uh in the like in-game shop it's not like an item shop with like v bucks and stuff like that and you know paying like actual money it's it's just a currency that you get uh from Playing the game, getting the bounties, getting kills, et cetera, et cetera. Hunt dollars are all throughout the map, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, so it's fun gameplay. It's a, it's a little bit of a different pace than just your normal uh, drop into the map. Let me find some guns and run down other teams. Uh, and then I've been playing Rust a little bit. What? Just a tiny, like, tiny bit. And the only reason why I wanted to put this in here is because I was so amused with what we did on Rust the other night. Uh, I just needed to say something about it in this podcast. So I've never actually liked Rust. I don't know what I'm doing in Rust, uh, but I have a couple buddies that are like Rust sweats. They have like a thousand plus hours in it. They actually know what they're doing. They know like how to make airlock, you know, bases and 
what guns do what, etc. Whatever. So I joined them, and they had found this other base of like people who had been playing since like there's like a whole wipe system where every two weeks the server gets wiped to where people can't like a, like get a ton of gear and just kind of roll the server for the rest of eternity. Uh, right. So within a couple days, these this this one team got a ton of gear and. Uh, one of my friends found this base and basically called upon his, he calls them monkey squad to come and attack this base as nakeds. Nakeds are people who spawn in and have nothing. They just have rocks basically. And so what we did is for the, for like six hours, we just kind of ran at this base as a naked and just annoyed them. We annoyed them to the point that when they find uh, I think we found out that they were Koreans and their gaming hours was like, late in the night for us and so when it got late in the night for us they actually finally logged on and they were so annoyed that they actually pushed us back to our base and uh made us basically log off for the night but we had we had gained a bunch of like kits like different like guns and armor and stuff like that from the just from either uh bow and arrowing them or spearing them as they walked out of their base but we we basically stole a bunch of their gear the next day when we got on, they were offline, and so what we did is we put ladders on the side of their base, got into their base, and we took, like, hatchets and jackhammers and, uh, like, explosive rounds, and we, like, destroyed, which takes forever, by the way, we destroyed walls in their base to get in and actually steal all of their gear to the point where when they logged back on, they put a sign near our base that said, F you American boys. <laughs> and uh, they threw everything out of their chest, like all the useless crap, to where it could despawn. But they basically just gave up; like they they were done. Like we stole chests on chests of gun. There was probably maybe like seven or eight chests, and I think chests have like fifteen to twenty storage slots. And we had them filled with guns and armor, and we just stole everything. And it was just hilarious because it took us two whole days of like multiple hours. Of just raiding this this base, it was huge. It was a huge base, and maybe this isn't something that's like wild, but like for me as a new rest player, that's just like I don't know really really much of anything. It was just kind of wild. Like was we just some like public server you guys were on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you just log into public servers, and uh, I mean your base is there. It's it, it takes a, a lot um, a lot of hits to like knock down walls. I think it's I think you needed thirty six spears. Like the full durability of the spear to break a wall from the inside. So that that's takes like uh, I think it's three hundred wood each. So three hundred wood times thirty six. It's ridiculous. It's a lo- it's a long time. We spent a long time. Um, but yeah. So did that on Rust. Probably won't really play that too much. Uh, I don't really care for that game. It was just <laughs> a fun time. Uh, been playing a lot of Warzone though. Still stuck on the Warzone hype. And. Good game, man. Except and for I'll, solos. <laughs> you mean Call of Duty copyright colon oh, Warzone? My yes, God, that's correct. I got it. That's correct. So if you'll notice, if you've heard I the have news, it spelled correctly out in mine. Uh, so just wanted to make sure we're all up to date there. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard the news, and I bet you everybody's pretty much heard the news. But uh, Call of Duty is not really getting a new map. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been confirmed pretty much by some leaks and stuff like that that. Confirmed uh, by some rumors. Well, you know, <laughs> these leaks are pretty credible. Anyways, uh, there was supposed to be this whole, like, 
Call of Duty Black Ops, uh, I think they're called Fire Squad maps or, or so, something like that, where it's like the different zones from uh, like Outbreak and a couple maps from uh, the Call of Duty Black Ops uh, Cold War area was supposed to come together to make the new map. And they were actually going to transfer over to the Black Ops engine. Uh, but ultimately, they you know, realized that Warzone or Modern Warfare's engine is better. And oh. they, they just know it. <laughs> they finally just realized that, huh? Yeah. And, and also, uh, I think it's a little bit to do with COVID um, and the, like transferring the Modern Warfare engine over to those maps would be difficult. And yeah. so what they're doing, because they know they need to get the community something, uh, because, you know, it's kind of been the same old, same old for the past year. They're reverting the map back to like the 80s style. So like stadium's going to be uh, not built yet. Got bleachers, but like nothing's really around it. The dam is going to be like just brick, but like nothing built up around it. And there's going to be like, I think different point POIs uh, kind of interchanged. People have rumored that downtown's no longer going to have really big buildings. It's just going to be like kind of suburban, mm, which will be cool, cool because it won't. We won't have huge, you know, huge buildings to roof camp on anymore, which is kind of awesome. So one of the biggest issues in that game is roof campers. Yep. So the AUG got quote unquote nerfed the other day, <laughs> <laughs> but what that Give means me is it, it added just a tiny bit of recoil. Uh, I actually started using the M16, though, which is, uh, it's actually better. It's nuts. Uh, the Fafar supposedly got, like, three different nerfs over the course of, like, the past two weeks. But ultimately, I actually believe that with different attachments on it, it's better than pre-nerf, which is kind mm -hmm. of awful. Uh, yeah, that's about all I got to say about Warzone. Decent. Man, it's something. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, of course, I've been playing Call of Duty Registration Trademark Warzone. Uh, we've talked about that already, though. <laughs> uh, we've also talked about Outriders. I did want to bring up, uh, Caleb didn't talk about it when we were talking about Binding of Isaac Repentance, but uh, we did play one round of the multiplayer. Yeah. They had um, been real multiplayer. Yeah, real. so you're not playing as a baby. You actually just join, then you can play as any of the characters, as long as you can decipher what their floating head looks like <laughs> in like a small pixelated version. Yeah, you can pick whatever character you want. Um, you are, it is very, you're like, you're very overpowered. We just ran through rooms like they were nothing. It's an interesting experience. You're uh, overpowered, but it is impossible to tell what's going on. That's the real problem. Most of the rooms. <laughs> yeah. You lose track of who you, I feel like unless you're playing with characters that look distinctly different, most yeah. of the characters in that game have a, like a similar aesthetic. Yeah. Um, then you, you need, have like, you need a one Zazzle. Of you to play a Zazzle. That's yeah. what you need. And then you like you could you could definitely tell. I mean, somebody's flying with bat wings. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, like the fact that we lost track of like which character we were playing on the map ended up in our deaths multiple times. So yeah, that was fun. Sure. Um, they did add a mechanic in. It's kind of weird. Like the first, uh, the first is it the first boss you, or the first room every, you go in. Every boss. Oh, every, that's right. Every boss drops one item for each character. Right. And but the first one. It, it only drops one at a time, so you have yeah. to like pick who's going to pick up the first item, and then it'll drop a second one, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's a lot more chaotic than normal Binding of Isaac, yep. but yep. it was it was fun, and I felt like we were just kind of running through rooms like it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, also, wanted to give a Gloomhaven stats update. I haven't talked about Gloomhaven in a minute, except that I talked about it two weeks ago. Uh, Does stats <laughs> update mean status update? No, I give you our stats, like where we're at, what we've done. Oh. 
Okay. That's important. Okay. We got to talk about this real quick. Yeah. What's uh, your strength? <laughs> <laughs> I can also give a status update. That's fine too. Uh, so we have now played sixty-four scenarios in Gloomhaven, and considering that the box says it's thirty minutes per player, that's a lot. It's a minimum mm. of an hour and a half per scenario, and it's, it's a lot. That's math. I'm not gonna do math. It's a lot of math. A uh, hundred hours of Gloomhaven, whatever. Quick math. Um, also. I've retired six characters. Caleb's retired five. I think Alex has retired two, but he also killed one, so we'll count it as three. Uh, and we've beaten the main campaign, finally. It only took 64 yeah. sessions, but we have now beat the main wow. campaign. Well, it took 63. So what are so, you going to do when you do five more well, sessions? Are you going to just quit? Well, <laughs> yes. We still have a few <laughs> sessions left, so we have to get to 69. That's important. Mm-hmm. Once we're done with that, though, then we get to move on to Forgotten Circles, then to Frosthaven, then to Starhaven. We have so much you skip in the Gloomhaven the universe. Yeah, just oh, Jaws the Lion, which too. exists in Starhaven, doesn't. Oh. Aaron, Aaron is just, you know, he's never making played. things I'm what, up. Man? I'm not making anything up. <laughs> Hyperbolic. You, He's you suggesting watch. that after Frosthaven, they will release another one called Starhaven. It's gonna we'll go guys. to space. Maybe it's, it's probably gonna be more like Jurassic. Haven, I think Frosthaven happens before Gloomhaven, so we're going backwards in time. Oh well, we got to go forwards in time next then. So it makes total sense it'll be Starhaven. So when's what? Dino Haven? That's what I'm saying. That's, good, that's a good one. question. We're going backwards yeah. in time. That's it. There's a cool thing. We finished the final um, entry in the the record, the town record, you know, and we got like a secret message that's encoded in some sort of writing, and it's different from the secret message writing that we've been decoding in Gloomhaven the whole time. And like the character mentions that he recognizes it as being like from somewhere up north so literally there's like a puzzle that we can't solve until we get Frosthaven. oh that's evil and ingenious yeah yeah very excited very excited it's a solid game i i mean i'm sure i've said this multiple times i think it is the best board game i've ever played would you call it the goat (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll call it the goat there you go it's the goat alex it's the goat we we had a discussion the other day that Aaron doesn't want to call things the goat because there could be something in the future that replaces it. And I'm like, no, it's just the goat until something better comes along and then that becomes the goat. Yeah, but you're creating greatest of all time. Yeah, but think about none of us are friends anymore. The past (laughs) is over. Yeah, I hate it too, man. The thing is, all but, time encompasses all time, past, present, and future. By your definition, you can't call anything the greatest of all time because there always could be something that comes along that unless, could replace it. Unless it's something like Wayne Gretzky, who clearly cannot have any of the records he has, or at least but 20 of the records he you, has broken. What if in the future me, it is possible someone could yeah, do it? It is just oh very gosh. difficult. The NHL it's has very determined difficult. that they are unbeatable records. Okay, <laughs> but what if in the future they change rules again and then it becomes beatable? Uh, well... That's true. So nothing can be the goat. I'm glad we've arrived at this. Let's stop using this term. This is excellent. excellent this is where yes. I wanted to be anyway. Please, let's never use that term again. But Gloomhaven's really good game. I'm not going to call it that. Say? Is it the goat? No, Alex. <laughs> Jake, let's move on to you. What have you been playing lately? Okay. Um, obviously, I've been playing a bunch of Goat Haven. This is a really good board game. No, uh, I've been playing really nothing new. Like I've played all of these games before. Just a lot of them I'm like revisiting. Uh, the one exception is Hitman. Uh, I got Hitman 3, like, right after our last podcast, like, later that night. I noticed it was on sale and picked it up. Nice. So I've now officially played... I haven't finished 3 yet, but I've played all three of the new Hitman games. Uh, and they're all really good. 
Uh, I really, really recommend them if that hasn't come across yet. Uh, it's been kind of interesting to see the progression. Obviously, I didn't play them in the correct order. I went <laughs> two, one, three. You know, I think that's the order the devs intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> machete order. It probably makes all the changes even more drastic. Yeah. Going backwards. It's like, it really, it feels like the first game, they were still trying to figure out how to do it. Like, obviously, they've made a lot of Hitman games, but this new one where you have, like, one really big level uh, with, like, a bunch of potential assassination methods in there, some of the, you can really tell there are maps where they nailed it and maps where they definitely did not. (laughs) Uh, There's one in Morocco that's really, just really bad. Like, sorry, it's not very good. Uh, But then there's other ones, uh, like there's one in Italy that's, like, great. And you can tell in Hitman 2, they got feedback that, hey, that one that was in Italy was the best one you guys made. So they're like, okay, let's just make a bunch like the one in Italy. So almost every mission in 2 is just really, really good. And then with 3, you can definitely tell that they decided to start getting kind of weird with it. Uh, Like, there's one mission that I just did where you show up at, like, where your target is, and there's been a murder. And so there's a detective there. And you can disguise yourself as the detective and solve the murder mystery that happened in this old manner. Why? <laughs> Why not? It's so weird and cool, and I just, I love it. It's so off the wall. Are you also uh, murdering people during it? So your target is, like, the head of the manor. Mm. And so, like, she comes down and she's like, okay, like, my brother's dead. Figure out who it is. And when you figure it out, like, come tell me. <laughs> so like you go and you can like get enough evidence to like convince her you can even you don't even really need to solve it you just need enough evidence for someone and then you go talk to her and you're like yeah it was the butler or whatever and she's like hmm interesting and then like and then you murder her and then you murder her yeah <laughs> so good so cool so weird uh i love it to death the other cool thing that i found with hitman 3 is so i bought hitman 2 on steam and also got all of the Hitman 1 levels in Hitman 2. But then about Hitman 3 on Epic, because that's the only place you can get it. But they have a system where you can import all of your stuff. So, like, I imported all of my old Hitman levels into the Hitman 3 engine. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's just, like, a really nice feature, and I wanted to commend yeah. them for that. Yeah, because that's, cool. that's... They really didn't need to do that. I didn't expect them to do that. But I logged in, and it was like, hey, do you want to, like, register both of your versions? So we can just, like, you can have all your items back. And all the levels back, and I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." That's so really that's, weird. That's awesome. So, so this great. Is, it's supposed to be played like consecutively, where you can maintain items across games. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it so just like, cosmetics, or is it like actual? In-game? It's like actual items. So the wow. way when you go to like plan a mission, you can like you can bring like two gadgets, a gun, and then you can like smuggle an item that's hidden somewhere in the map for you to pick up. Uh, and you can unlock, there's a lot of stuff to unlock. Like, there's a tranquilizer gun. There's, like, 50 kinds of pistols. Don't know why. <laughs> I just need the one with a silencer on it, actually. But whatever. Uh, there's, like, sniper rifles. There's bombs. There's lockpicks. Um, like, keycard hackers. All kinds of crazy stuff to have fun with. Um, and so just being able to unlock that stuff, you know, right kind of right from the get-go and go back to old levels and play it with the new stuff is a lot of fun. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, man, this seriously cannot recommend this trilogy enough. Maybe what? maybe you don't need to play one, but <laughs> so definitely if, two and three. If you like the trilogy so much, would you also like do you also stand behind the Timothy Oliphant 2007 action thriller Hitman movie? 
I mean, obviously. That's obviously <laughs> what these are all based on. Uh, that's what I thought. I wasn't <clears throat> sure, but it was like, I mean, I was guessing. Yeah, I mean, at several points, they go, this is based on the Till Timothy LaFont. <laughs> Timothy LaFont. Timothy uh, LaFont. Yeah, it's got a 16%. That means it's solid, right? It's like mm -hmm. the lower number, the yep. better? Okay. Yeah, so, no, yeah. it's like, it's like golf. It's yeah, like yeah. all right. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, so I also, I went back and I started Control again. Uh, like started over and played the whole thing or just for the I DLC? I started first? over and I am playing it right now. I never oh, okay. finished Control. Oh. Yeah, I didn't love it. Um, I found the combat kind of just kind of whatever. Uh, going back, I definitely, I kind of stand by that. The con it's better than I gave it credit for. Uh, I think it definitely helps that I went and played Alan Wake before playing this, because compared <laughs> to Alan Wake, this game is fast-paced fast and action-packed. Right. Um, so that's helped a lot. It also gave me a little more confidence in the story, because uh, playing Control the first time, I was like, I don't think they're going to do anything interesting with this. And after playing Alan Wake, I'm like, they probably are going to do something interesting with this. So that, that's just kind of helped. I don't know. I guess give me more confidence in getting kind of attached <laughs> to the story. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, like, the first time through, it's like, oh, look, we have all these documents for you to read, and I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Like, I don't <laughs> think you're going to do anything with this. Man, I find the documents really interesting, actually, yeah. just even on their own. It, I, it depends. Like, sometimes you get one, and yeah, it's like, oh, true. my God, this floppy disk has new codes and can launch objects. And other times it's like, oh, Carol didn't like that book. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care about Carol and her fucking books. Tell me more about the safe that has a shield on it or whatever. It bleeds when you're not looking. Like, yeah, tell me about that. Did you, you did you like Alan Wake? Man, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. The combat got really old really fast. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like my favorite mm -hmm. part at first. But then about halfway through, I was like, oh, that's it doesn't evolve at all. Like, it's, it's it just nope. the whole game. Yeah, Down it, it starts as complex as it ends. But the story, it does some interesting things with the story, which I thought was cool, because it's another one where it started and I was like, this, I don't think they're going to be able to pull this off and make me care about this at all. It's yeah. like, ooh, there's shadow hobos in the woods. And I'm like, OK, I'm <laughs> out. Listen, listen, guys, that sounds dumb as hell. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Can we go back to the Hitman movie for a second? Is it <laughs> sure? It came out what? in 2007. It has a 16 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, I think there's a second Hitman movie. No. They made another one, not a direct sequel, but like a like they tried to do it again. It's called Hitman Agent 47. That's an 8%. Ooh, so oh. even better. It, it, came out, it came out in Number 2015. Half as much, huh? Wow. Like, years later, they're like, no, 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 we can do this again. We, we can, can do, do it good. Again? Why? Okay. I love Hitman. Hitman <laughs> is not, like, Good movie material. <laughs> I feel like. Mm -hmm. I feel like the 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 point of Hitman is you have all of the options to do the cool assassination, and you can't really capture multiple option assassinations in a movie unless show all of those, which seems like a waste of time. Well, you could maybe make it like a cool heist movie, almost. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. I could see like could doing be. like a heist assassination movie. That wouldn't yeah. be too bad. But I feel like it does take away a lot of the point of Hitman. Or or you could make it like Black Mirror Bandersnatch and just like you pick the ending. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Oh, yeah. I, hate that. Fuck. I love the critic consensus on this. It says Hitman Agent 47 fails to clear the low bar set by its predecessor. 
that hurts. Uh, that's wow, mean. that's brutal. <laughs> Yikes. All right, we go back to control now. Yeah, back to oh. control. Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I thought we were done with control. I'm sorry. But I mean, we are more or less. I'm curious where you stopped the first time and where you are now. Uh, the first time I stopped, I stopped pretty early the first time. I think I've only been okay. playing for three hours and I'm already past where I was. Okay. I think I went down to maintenance and then I stopped, which is like okay. the second kind of zone, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you didn't get to the really interesting stuff yet. No. Nah. Um, also, one last thing, I guess, about control. Is the shield as useless as I feel like it's going to be or is it secretly really good? I just got the shield move. And the, it seems pretty the bad. one where you just hold up a bunch of rubble in front of you. Yeah, I so never got like that ability. The end... people, right? Eventually, you have to upgrade for it, and it's yeah, that, different that... than the ability that lets you launch stuff at people. Right, 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 right. I remember using the shield a decent amount. Okay, I, okay. N- I never got that ability in my entire playthrough. So, like, really good. It's nice. Like, really, no, it's I mean, like, I never, good. I never found it. I never picked it up. Sure. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is confusing. To get to, actually, I had to, I like found a note that was like, hey, stupid, it's over here. And then I had to Google, where is that? <laughs> I also never found it. I also never played Control. Oh, well, that, well, that, that might would... do it. It probably didn't help anyways. Yeah, all uh, those altered item stuff. I just I love that whole thing, like just the concept of it. Yeah, it, it felt a little like so like the first time I played it, it felt if you know the SCP. Yeah. Yep. website it, it kind of just felt like a low rent version of that like all of them i thought were less interesting than stuff from there uh which kind of deflated my interest in it as well uh and i, I think fair. that still holds true but you know again i i am enjoying it now it helps this is the first time i've played it where i can actually have like ray tracing mm-hmm. that, game, that game looks a lot better when you can turn up the graphics really <laughs> oh high. yeah the reflections in that game are insane yeah now it's, it's a real pretty game actually uh, last thing I've been playing is Disco Elysium. It got its big voice acting update. Uh, so I picked it back up, and I forgot just how silly this game is. <laughs> you uh, started over fresh? Or did you I started over fresh, you? yeah. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get the real experience. And you I'm talking I'm, to your tie? I, okay, here's the thing, acting? right? It starts, and your tie's on the ceiling fan. I have oh. tried three different times to get it down, and I have <laughs> failed every single time. <laughs> I've been playing for like three hours, and I can't get my fucking tie down from the ceiling fan in the room you started. Nice. Yeah. Tough so life. I mean, right? Is it, that's just how it goes sometimes. Like sometimes <laughs> you can get your tie. Sometimes you just you're tieless. How? Like you're not able to try again. Like, does it block you from trying again? Because you say so you tried three different times. Like, how does way, that the work the mechanically? The way the skills work, right? Uh, it's like so you have two kinds of checks: red checks, which are you try once and that's it. And then white checks, which you can retry. But mm-hmm. it's not like you can just sit there trying over and over again, usually. Mm-hmm. It's like, so like, I try to grab my tie and I fail and like almost have like a heart attack, basically. And then <laughs> it's like, okay, you have to boost your skill to try this again. So yeah, I level I up, that boost my skill, go back and fail again. Mm, it's like an okay. 80% chance at this point to get my fucking tie. <laughs> and I still can't do it. Sometimes you just get them rolls. It's guys. It's something else, man. How's the voice acting? It is. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I, I would say surprisingly good. I, I was a little worried about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I will say is, since it's such a dialogue-heavy game, there are definitely still conversations where I'll just skip through, because I, I can read faster than they can say it to me, 
Right. And I'm like, I like, I get it. I just kind of want to, I want to be done talking right now. We've been talking for like five minutes. Like I'm done. <laughs> right. Like, just let me get back to being a goofy drug addict or whatever. But, uh, yeah, no, I've been really, really enjoying it. It, uh, it is one of the few games where failing is really, really fun because just stupid ass shit happens. Yeah. It, does that, do you have to pay for the no, updated version? No, it is a free, free? update okay. if you already yes. own Disco Elysium. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think I would have paid for voice acting, to be honest. Right, yeah. Uh, just because there's so much dialogue that reading it is faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, it is nice for, like, moments where you're having, like, a conversation with your detective friend to hear him right, say yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, it's like he's a person. Uh, Owen, let's uh, move on to you. What have you been playing? Yeah, okay, so I've uh, been playing a little bit of GTA Online with Tim uh, because, you know, they did fix all of that stuff. Uh, it's nice. It's it's way, it's way super nice that you can actually, you know, load into games in under five minutes <laughs> with your buddies and play it. Jeez, it's almost like they should have done this, I don't know, a decade ago when the game came out. Um, but, yeah, so I've been doing a little bit of that, playing a little uh, Magic the Gathering Arena uh because i'm back into that grind so <laughs> that's been happening uh it's it's on mobile now and i've just been jamming some card games so that's been fun um also been playing a bit some zoo games uh i played uh jurassic park uh i'm sorry not jurassic park jurassic world uh evolution, evolution. which mm-hmm. is basically uh like a zoo tycoon game but with dinosaurs um and it's kind of cool i think the thing i hated most about it is that there's no like speed up time button like there is in most things Mm -hmm. so when i was trying to be like oh i need more money for this stuff um i guess i just have to leave my game running for 30 fucking minutes rather than just getting you know putting it on on uh high speed and getting, um, uh, you know, getting the money. So that was very upsetting. Uh, and then because of that, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go back to playing uh, the Planet Zoo game because the Planet Zoo game's fun and it's really well done. And I bought a bunch of the DLCs so I could have otters because I really want otters <laughs> in my goddamn uh, game. Uh, so been do a bit of that. Lots of arc management stuff. Yeah. I thought I'd try it, do something different, you know, manage some parks and to have some fun building some crazy looking things. I built like this giant, uh, like half of the uh, half of the goddamn um, park is an inside of this building that I built um, just because I wanted to try to have my polar bears indoors rather than outside uh, and see if that does anything to your AC build. And it, it doesn't, so that was just kind of a <laughs> fucking waste of time. Cool. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some uh, news-related things. Um, for the past, I don't know, week, I have been just walking upstairs casually, a step into Alex's room, and he's just sitting there zoned out watching Ludwig's stream. <laughs> okay. Not specifically watching a stream, usually. Oh, you're freaking monitor. zoned, bro. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to mention... Um, some weird stuff happening in the Twitch universe. Ludwig is this pretty big streamer, and he's doing something called a subathon, which is like every time he gets a sub, 
the amount of time that he has to stream goes up by 10 seconds. Well, it used and, to be 30 seconds, right? Like he had to he had to decrease well, it or something. When he first started it, it was 20 seconds, and then like within a day, I think he reduced it to 10 seconds because it was already out of control. And he's now been going for 20. He's on his 25th day now of streaming. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometime during the first week, I think he passed uh, the top person on Twitch for most subs. Mm-hmm. Um, he now has like more than a hundred thousand, uh, over the second pr- place person. He has 217,000 subs right now. Wow. Wow. Uh, Still not sorry, the most of 218,000. So like, I hadn't updated in a while. Minimum amount of money he's getting is like $500,000. Yeah. So he's doing a couple things <laughs> with that. Like, I think half of the money he makes is supposed to go to charity from this. And then also every night when he sleeps, which is still on stream, um he has his mods uh kind of manage the stream and they're talking on it and they they call it the modcast. Um <laughs> so they kind of entertain chat for the night and he's paying them to do that. Um and then you know there's a couple other things taxes etc. So he, there's actually a lot of money coming out of what he's making. Sure, sure. Um I'm just talking yeah. sub money. He is he is indeed making a ton of money off of this. Um the interesting thing is he's still not at the all-time uh, most subs record, which belongs to Ninja. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Back in April of 2018, when Fortnite was at its height, and they just introduced uh, being able to sub with Prime mm. for free, he had 269,000 subs. Nice. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> so, uh, theoretically... So Ludwig actually ended up putting a cap on the subathon. He was going to go 31 days, like a full month, if it's if it lasts that long, Jeez. and then he'll stop it. Um, and then theoretically, if he makes it that long, he will, will pass the all time peak. Um, so I just thought that was kind of interesting. The I, in in seeing this though, I also saw uh, he's not the record for longest stream actually, even though he's been streaming for. 25 days at this point there's a guy on twitch that is actively streaming right now is gp hustler um (laughs) he's been streaming for 5600 hours straight and still going like at some point he got the record and he just kept on streaming and so his stream is just up 24 7 all the time like right now i just clicked on him and he's like in a store nice (laughs) like like going shopping i don't know He's got a mask on. He's like in a grocery store or something. I don't know. But he's just streaming all the time. Does does that not carry any like problems with streaming people who did not consent to be streamed? Like is that Um, he's gotta be real careful about it? Yeah. Yeah. He like just watching what he has up. I haven't been watching for long, but he's not have anybody else on the camera, it looks like. He's kind of kind of got it pointed up towards his face, and it's like mm-hmm. the ceiling behind him. But yeah, I'm sure that could be an issue. People don't want to be on camera, etc. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a big vod. Can you see up his nose? <laughs> <laughs> this also uh, brought up something else, though. Twitch automatically shuts your sh- shuts your stream off after 48 hours. Oh, oh. So technically, none of these streams have been running entirely 24 seven. Every 48 hours, they have to stop and restart. So there's like a couple seconds of downtime. I find that interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Thank you, Caleb. Weird. <laughs> it's very <laughs> weird that they 
lets you go a full two days before they cut you off. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess because 24 hour streams are so popular, they couldn't do 24 hours. Cause yeah. that, I, I would assume that it's probably something like that. And they also wanted to implement something of like, Hey, we don't want people to just AFK their, uh, you know, stream and they forget that it's on while they're yeah. going around, you know, cooking and doing. Because isn't that didn't Snoop Dogg do that? I feel like he like forgot uh, yeah. he left his stream on, and so he was like running. He came around. back in. He was yeah. like, "Oh, I leave this on." Yeah, plenty <laughs> of streamers have done that. I've left my stream on plenty of times, and I get Discord DMs like, "Hey, your stream's on." You know, but, lucky I have a starting sooner ending stream to where I don't walk around nude in front of my camera, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just thought it was like an interesting I was event. Your stream, I wouldn't want to, be, I want to see that cat. <laughs> um, I, my cat actually turned my stream on one time. There's a YouTube video of it. What? Like, I actually, I actually edited a YouTube video, and it's on my channel. <laughs> also, branching off of the Ludwig thing, I just wanted to say, there's a couple of... Uh, streamers that are basically doing the same thing but it's in hot tubs so if you guys oh, are into oh. that hot tub know. streams are coming up big Watch some some hot tub streams yeah, yeah. hot tub streams i i did see on reddit people were complaining uh i mean people on reddit complaining wow uh, i was gonna say were, <laughs> that seems people ab- were abnormal. complaining on the twitch reddit uh thread that apparently there was like a very large influx of people doing hot tub streams and yeah. they were upset about it. And I was just like, I don't know why this is a thing. Yeah. I mean, if you actually go on to the report feature and look through it, there's actually um, like sexual content or like hinting at sexual content that you, you can report. So like, I don't understand how they're still up. I, I mean, it- I, I think that it's it's just a thing of like, hey, if you want to, you know, sit on a stream and play video games, go for it. If you want to do that with your cleavage showing, uh, sure, I guess go for it. If you want to do that in a hot tub, I, you're you're really narrowing down me so, trying to well, support you. Don't have to play you. Video games at this here's point, the dude. thing, just yeah, chatting. they're not playing games. They're just literally oh, sitting geez. in a hot tub and like. I'll have to be the shame, shameless one over here, and I said I'll watch one for a little bit, okay? And, <laughs> but I mean, at that I needed point, it was for science, okay? Going. It was for science. <laughs> so while I was watching this, though, the the girl read chat, and the chat said, "What's going on over here?" And she goes, she reads it out loud. She goes, "What's going on over here?" And she goes, "Shamelessness. That's what's going on over here." They know what they're doing is wrong. <laughs> And yet they still do it, and I mean, they're, they're probably getting money. a yeah, it's kind of the money point, for I mean, it. Oh, like, yeah, they figure I, out how to toe the line, get as close as possible without crossing it, and the, that's the that's type the of content thing. that people are like, "Oh yeah, let's go see what these guys are doing." Right. So I don't, I I don't think it's towing the line at this point. I think they're actually going to get banned. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of how many reports, and well, they're just getting the money fast, quick, and and getting it, you know, cashed out, and then. They have like some of these streamers that are doing it have their OnlyFans or Patreon or you know et cetera et cetera. So yeah, and yeah. I mean if 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 you're trying to use this as a stunt to promote your other business adventures on OnlyFans and such, I understand what you're doing and I accept it and go for it because it makes sense. You're trying to get your name out there, sure. But I I feel like if you're trying to like be in the guise of like. What are you talking about? I always play video games in my bikini and a hot tub. <laughs> like that's where I'm just like, no, nobody does that. 
like if you, I respect the people that are just like, yeah, I'm doing this so people get on my OnlyFans. And I'm like, cool. I, you know, I see what you're doing and I respect that. Go for it. It's a weird thing, too, because also Twitch is like what they find to be bannable is just weirdly strange across the board. I feel like there's mm-hmm. new things all the time that are just like, what? Or, yeah, why is it taking that long I, to ban that at this point? They've I, also had a history of like not applying the rules equally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I did see recently, and I I didn't pull the article because I wasn't planning on talking about Twitch this evening, uh, but I did see that there was an article in my news feed that was going by about how they were uh, starting to look at rules uh, for conduct of Twitch streamers outside of Twitch. Yeah. Which Mm. seems like a probably solid call. Mm. I mean, that's a... Man, that is a freaking... That's a can of worms. That yeah. go it, is, it is a very weird can of worms, but I also understand it because it's just like hey, they've kind of already started doing that with like the pog champ thing, right? Yeah, yep. that's a good point. I, I I don't know. I just kind of respect it a little bit because they were like, hey, if this person is known as like a, a Twitch entity and they're doing shady stuff while not on Twitch and we don't want that promoted or associated with us, then yeah, I feel like you should be able to be like, hey, if you do stuff and you're somehow affiliated with us and we don't approve of what you're doing, that we can then go, they're not with us, go away. Yeah. It is a... Uh... It's it's a strange world because like if you think about it, I think about it if you apply for a job, right? People aren't just like you're not you're not going to an interview and they're just taking you at face value. They're going to your Facebook, they're going mm-hmm. to your Twitter, they're reading what you've done, they're looking at the content that you have posted previously and in the past, and then they're making a determination based off of all of that data that they've. And in the same case, I think that's what they're doing. They're just like they're you know they're looking at what's on stream, and if they're saying, "All right, this is fine," it's it's fine. It's PC on stream, but what are they doing outside of this? And if what they've determined is outside of that is is definitely uh, not promoting the best of what Twitch is, then I mean, I to an extent they have a right to be able to say, "All right, well, we got to police this a little I bit." I mean, at the end of the day, right? It's their platform. They're right. not really obligated to host anyone they don't want to. Right. It's, it's like no shoes, no shirt, no service. Exactly. I kind of you stream without shoes. You're out. <laughs> That should be their new policy. You have to wear shoes all the time or you cannot stream. <laughs> While I was going for the interview for the job that I currently have, there was another person who was a candidate who almost got the job before me, but because on their Facebook, they were anti something about, I won't go into it, but anti something about our company. Uh, they didn't wow. get the job. Mm. And then my mm-hmm. boss actually sat on multiple streams of mine. Like I didn't know this until he told me, but he sat <laughs> on multiple streams of mine where I was live uh, and this was back like when I was talking to Travis and stuff and playing Sea of Thieves and I was talking to Caitlin and he was like evaluating if I was a good person or not on stream. Wow. I mean, if you put wow. the content out there, it's publicly yeah. available. It's yeah. there to, for people to download and watch and discern what they want to about you. Right. See, that's why I only use a fake name on this podcast. <laughs> can't anyone knowing. Freaking wow. smart. This By the way, kinda... he thought Sea of Thieves was boring as crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> sitting here is like god well, i gotta watch this place see if they use this game sucks yeah, he's gotta he's Wait, gotta join you and i on the high seas and we're gonna have a we're gonna have Listen, some talk i've tried to tell him multiple times see if is not that bad and i've like tried to explain to him what and he's like no that sounds like crap i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> this whole situation kind of reminds me of i think there's been several instances of this but the one that comes to mind is like the guild wars team fired somebody mm. because 
on their own personal social media, they were like yelling at people that played the game <laughs> for talking <laughs> bad about what they did in it. Yeah, like, I, I think I, they were a, a writer yeah. for some stuff. If if you are if you are part of a company and you're doing things publicly on Twitter that is against the fan base of said company, yeah. I do not feel bad for you. And that's there that's like, like an extra layer too, right? Because you are actually employed by that company. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like at the time though, there was this whole public outcry of like, how could you fire somebody for their own personal Twitter? And at the time I'm like, dude, it's like it's public. You're, you're it's still representing public. the company. Like, yeah. People yeah. know you work there. If, yeah. if I say something bad about my very public company and the things that we do and the people like, that like, are on it. That's like, like an example of something you could say that would get you in trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a thing that if I say that publicly on Twitter and then they come back to me and they go, hey, we see that you're tweeting about this stuff. Like I've I've had coworkers literally get in trouble because they were tweeting stuff that they shouldn't have been. And it was just like, how do you not know to not say these words out loud? Like how do you how is this a, yeah. a thing in, in twenty you know, in twenty twenty one of just like, hey, maybe have well, some level of discretion. I think it's just people think that they just like typically think they have carte blanche about their opinions about things. And it just happens. Like, you know, you just like you feel like you can comment the way you want to comment. But the problem is when you have uh, a responsibility to uphold the like uh, reputation of the company you work for, or if you have a responsibility to, uh, you know, uphold the reputation of a company that you are like actively a part of and making money off of, you, you are held to a different standard. And a lot of times I think people just, I don't know if they forget that or they just don't care or they don't think there's going to be consequences, but that's why we arrive in the scenarios where people sure. just get fired. They get, you know, they get rid yeah. of them. You also got to think a lot of people aren't used to social media just yet. Mm, like we're, true. we're fairly young. Most of that's us. That's true. Aaron. Yeah. Hey, shut up. Aaron. But, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's, wow. just, it's just weird seeing people that are like, you know, 24, 25, 26, like coworkers my age, Man, like literally getting mistakes. in trouble because they're tweeting out stuff of like they shouldn't be about their hosts. And I'm just like, you're mm. dealing with famous people. Not only that, you're tagging the famous person that you're talking <laughs> shit about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Your coworkers are idiots at that point. Oh, yeah. No, but <laughs> oh I heard so that this person did that. I was just like, you're a moron. <laughs> like. I think we also have to realize that oh, I think Twitch isn't going to go after like, I don't know, Joe Blow who has like three followers, right? Then what they're right, doing obviously. is going after the people who are partnered, which technically means even though it's a weird kind of not, it's not normal, but you're working for Twitch at that point. Yeah, like you're, I'm, you're I mean, a contractor. If, I'm pretty sure. If yeah. Mr. Beast yeah. goes on his Twitter and says some racist stuff, like that yep. is a level of things that then Twitch can just go. Yeah, he didn't say it on Twitch, but we do not like him here. Right. <laughs> right. I think it, it. People don't realize that though, but because like Twitch really isn't paying you. You still have to have your followers subscribe. Mm-hmm. You still have to make your own money by sponsors, but like you're technically, I mean, you're, you're kind of still in, like they can end your contract and you're not, right. you're no longer well, partnered on like, I mean, I don't know. So. You you also are using a platform that you do not own, did not make right. and have no ownership in the IP of. So like, the, like that alone should give you pause to say, all right, is what I'm doing going to result in me not being able to use this platform because my, what I'm saying here doesn't match what 
this platform or this thing what they think, what they believe. I think I mean, people don't pause enough. But but this is my channel. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me. Really, the good news is if you get kicked off Twitch, you can just go over to Mixer and just oh, start oh, over again. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, that's right. That's right. Okay. You know, I was just actually looking at uh, Ninja's stats. He has uh, seven thousand subscribers now. Good thing he went to Mixer. He got a bunch. He, of you don't go subs. to Mixer. You go to D Live. Yeah. What about D Live? That was the. I think his move to Mixer was still worth it because he got paid so much money. He got so yeah. much yeah. money, yeah. and he, he had, had to do yeah. almost yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't have to work. Give me ever his again. Mixer contract any day. Unless he was an idiot and spent it all, then maybe he would work again. Well, I'm <laughs> sure he has some sort of. A, person to manage his money though yeah well you would hope so Hopefully. yeah you need somebody like me that for five percent i'll make sure that all <laughs> for of your five money dude you're <laughs> set for life uh, i'll, I'll um, make sure to handle your money correctly we'll get you a nice island we'll put some in savings we'll invest wisely you'll be good let's uh let's move on to talk a little bit about a couple other things uh one being games there is a early access coming up in late april here for uh, a new game called scavengers yeah, so Scavengers is a new BR-esque game coming out because BRs are all the hot commodity and they're, you know, we need more of those. I, are, we, are we past Still. BRs yet? I feel no, like we're past I, you know, BRs. I'm going to say I don't think we ever will just because of the type of gameplay they provide. It's just a different shooter. And if you ever like play a BR and then go from the BR to like an arena shooter and you just spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn, die, spawn. Like you want that BR again to where you can actually like run around like streaming is easier because in those downtimes you're able to talk to chat. Um, so I don't think BRs will ever go away. I think they're, they're going to be a thing that is always there. They, man, they're roguelikes, you know, people like roguelikes, uh, but scavengers is kind of unique. Um, it's got that PvEVP, so we're going back to that. There's some, like, zombie stuff that you're killing. Uh, this is actually, this early access is, uh, following on the heels of a closed beta, I believe, that we played back in, like, December or, like... Yeah, it was probably, like, December. Yes, it was somewhere. Uh, Caleb, Alex, and I played it. And, uh, it's a trios mm -hmm. game mode where you're running around a icy environment, uh, so you need to find, like, fires and stuff and set them off. You're also grabbing, like, gems or crystals or, or amber. I don't, they're weird, like, orange-looking crystal things that you use to pay for your gear that you craft. Uh, and so you craft, like, a bow. Or, you know, you get to choose your loadout uh, before you enter. You craft, like, uh, one character has, like, a shield. Another one has, like, a sniper. You know, th different things like that. Um, and then you eventually at the end of the game, after you've scored a bunch of points, try to evacuate. Mm. Uh, it's been a little bit, so I'm kind of rusty on like exactly what the mechanics are. Uh, but it's a third person shooter. Uh, it's coming early access late April. There's, uh, I believe Aaron will throw a link into our yeah, uh, notes. You can sign up and uh, be able to play in the early access when it comes out. I just wanted to read one sentence off their side. I think it's kind of interesting. Enter a free-to-play action shooter where squads of three compete to survive and dominate in a hybrid of sandbox-style PvE and class-based PvP. So like, I feel like you're adding like literally all of the elements of the games that we've been playing and kind of like mashing them together. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's got some unique play to it. Yeah. Is there any survivability to this too? Because I was reading further down about like the world, like there's some like world-based 
things you deal with ice storms hunger yeah so the the cool thing is you're always kind of cold right but there's circles on the map that you can actually see moving and there's ones that are big ones that are small and those are actually the like ice storms those are the ones that are heavy Mm. and they those are your they're not the thing that pushes you there's the huge thing that pushes you kind of like Warzone or Fortnite or anything like sure sure but then there's those little ones that you have to get indoors or else you're gonna lose a ton of health I forget if you you just lose a ton of health or if like that health is iced over for a little bit Um, you like get cold and then you start loot like degening health for a while right right? okay yeah yeah. that's what it is I think and right. and then you you can craft like uh fire flares or something to where if that actually happens to you and you're stuck outside you can throw those on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also health stuff that you can craft. There's there's just a bunch of craftables that you can do and you can set up your character how you want it to be played. Each class though has its own like set of things that they can craft for weapons and uh mm-hmm. their ability. Interesting. So I think I think my ability was like a stun. And so you, I could actually like throw that out, and then like there's a circle that like you know explodes and it stuns them. Uh, I believe Alex was a medic of some sort, and then yeah, Caleb right. might That's have had like the shield him. thing. <laughs> like there's a little dome shield. I forget if that was on Maybe. the medic or not. Yeah. It's been cool. a while, but I will put I, I will put a link in our notes here so that uh, anybody who wants to sign up can. I like that it's not battle royale until you're the last man standing. It's battle royale, and you can just escape. With a whole bunch of money, if you happen to make it, which is nice. Seems cool. There's also like a you get up on top of a mountain, and then if you have to like run in uh, like down that mountain, you could just slide for a very long time. It's great. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, let's move on to some film stuff. First and foremost, Alex, you've been watching a new animated series. Yeah. Um, yeah. Show's called Invincible. It's a Amazon Prime original. So oh. might slip under the radar of some people. Of course, don't of course. Check there very often. Uh based on a comic series from Image. Um it's about superheroes. I recommend everybody watch it. It's very good. It I just watch the first episode and I think you'll be hooked. Wow. It's got JK Simmons in it, so okay. it does have right, JK fine. Simmons in it. Fine. <laughs> Animated JK Simmons? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a voice actor, I guess. It's uh-huh. not like his likeness, really. Mm-hmm. Not a sale. Yeah, it looks a little bit like him, I guess. Not, <laughs> not, not super close. If you, but if you squint, it's excellent. It it tries to do the twist of let's do a different take on superheroes sort of thing. Um, really well animated, and just it's a, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Hate that. It's a lot of fun. I hate that so much. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You want to go to the movies and watch a movie? That movie was fun. <laughs> like, you know, movie was fun. I guess. Just you know, movie was fun. Godzilla versus King Kong. That was a fun movie. Oh, we need to talk about that too. Shoot. Oh, that was that we was don't, a great we don't need to talk about that. Wait, let's 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 pause it after a second though, because we had one other animated thing to talk about, which is Dota Dragon's Blood, um, which is an animated series based on a video game. Wildly what enough. video game? Uh, <laughs> it's this one called Defense Against the Ancients or Defense of it's the Ancients. It's not called that anymore. <laughs> It's actually Dota. Dota, Dota it's based 2. on Dota Two, actually. So. Defense of the Ancients Two. No, it's not called that. It's Dota Two. It doesn't say it's just, just just Dota. Do they no. actually like cut the name and it's yeah. just Dota Two now? It's yeah, Dota Two. I think A for copyright of... reasons. Yeah, it's yeah. just Dota. That's right. Are you? Ki- That's like pray for the gods, man. 
<laughs> Although this one seems there. a little bit more extreme. <laughs> it's been that way for like ever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. man, this this series is not what I expected. It's very good. It dives into the lore of Dota a lot. A lot of things that I either haven't read or have forgotten since I read some of the play, some mm-hmm. of the characters you can play as, the heroes you can play as. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a lot more violent, yeah. a lot more of Dragon Knight being unclothed than mm-hmm. I expected. <laughs> uh, um, there are some very, as Abe would put it, there are some, well, Abe and Alex, there are some very well-placed rocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Care- carefully placed it's rocks. Carefully placed rocks, the show, pretty much. <laughs> There's I one mean, shot you- early oh, on where you yeah. see Dragon Knight's pubes, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're going <laughs> oh. there. <laughs> They're going yes, there that, with this show. Uh, I guess I didn't that look that area in that I area. I didn't notice that. So. That's actually not in the game, it turns out. Damn. You gotta watch the 4-3 version. You can't, you can't catch it in the widescreen. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not in the game yet. Oh, man. Maybe he'll get buffed. <laughs> I need the dragon. Actually, the, there's a bunch of times throughout the show. I was like, I need them to put that as cosmetic in the game. <laughs> so, yeah. Dragonite pubes cosmetic coming soon. I'll design it if, if they don't do it themselves. Oh, my gosh. The hero we need. <laughs> Show's real good though. Even if yeah. you don't like play Dota, I think it's Does pretty compelling. Does the Stingray character die? He's not in it. <laughs> Stingray's not, not in it. it. Okay. There's only a okay. handful of heroes from the show in it. Yeah, and oh, a couple of new characters. There's there's supposed to be a new character releasing tomorrow, actually, and we don't know what it is yet. But I'm guessing it's going to be something from the show. I think mm-hmm. there's only four characters actually. Yeah, there's from, uh from Dota Dragonite, Dragon Marana. Invoker. I think there's five Invoker Luna, and Luna Invoker and Luna. Terrorblade. Oh, Terrorblade. That's right. He's just not in it much, I guess. I was I very gonna... excited that Murana was in it. I wonder what character they're going to add. I'm super interested in this. Now. I thought they're probably going to add the Priestess of the Moon, not the Princess of the Moon. I don't know. It's probably going to be an alternate me. Dragon Knight. It's just called yeah, the dude Pube with Knight. the boots. Pube, oh, Pube Knight. It's just going to be Pube Knight. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. Oh, I bet the new hero will be Femrin, the Femrin, elf yeah, girl. Yep. She has sure. like shadow pl- powers. If it's yeah, not def- her, it's going to be like Selimene, the- maybe. Or I bet nah, it, if it it's not be... her, it's going to be the other knight. The other the, dragon knight guy. The other dragon knight guy. Yeah. Uh, he also has like invisibility, kind of. Yeah. He he's just like weird. blinking around. You think they'd add another character with illusions? He was using force boots, I think. Oh, for sure. Another character with illusions? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Thank yeah. God enough of those. There's not her enough. Power, her powers are like very well defined in the show, I so I think there's enough they of are. those. Yeah. That'd really be an cool. easy. I I like the story of the show and the lore of the show pretty well. I don't like the animation very much. I think oh. it's actually particularly bad in some spots. Wow. Yeah. It makes me sad, <laughs> man. The the Dragon V Dragon fight is full of shaky cam on what appear to be almost stills. And I'm like, what is happening? Show me what's going on. And it's just like shaking it around. The full scene. It's just shaking around. <laughs> yeah. Floor. Let me tell you what. It drives me nuts. If you want good animation, let's go back to Invincible. <laughs> Man, yeah. apparently I just have an appreciation for bad animation. Because I also, <laughs> I love the show and I really like Voltron Legendary Defender. And those are made by the same studio. Not- not all of it's bad anime, but there yeah. are parts that are very, very bad. And I, they also the combination of 2D and 3D animation, it, they they don't mix well in the show. Yeah, I think, I think it's it, kind of a weird thing. 
It, they use it, the 3D it really stuff takes me out pretty of sparingly. Yeah, but every time it comes up, man, it's it's mostly it is jarring. On, it's mostly on the big dragons when they're like sitting around. Aaron actually mentioned it. He was like, "Is some of this stuff CG?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, it's fairly common these days." It's yeah. pretty jarring. I, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes shows can blend them really well, but not not yeah. this one. It works best when it's on things that you're not focused on, yep. like mm. background elements and stuff. Yeah, right. There's a lot of anime that like big crowds in the background. Well, if you like actually look at them closely, there's all bad CG. Yep. <laughs> but you're never like focused on them, so it's okay. Right. You're focused on the foreground. Uh, last but not least in film, Chad, 2021. Well, I wasn't going to originally put this in here, but we started talking about Hitman and how bad it was. <laughs> and uh, my coworker randomly sent this to me uh, in Teams and was like, hey, I found this. And I was like, awesome. Uh, this has a 2.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a comedy show about a 14-year-old Persian boy desperately trying to fit in, cope with his mother's dating life, figure out his cultural identity. Uh, but if you go over to Rotten Tomatoes, the average tomatoer has given this 100% Mm. I mean, That's the average high. audience, of course, is twenty seven percent. But like, mm. I just, huh? This is gonna be. Can I see score details? All credit. It's gonna be like one or two critics that like it for some reason, and it's not heavily reviewed or something. I mean, it looks like six critics, right? I mean, that's what that's what I'm seeing on the page at least. That's there's a very high tomato meter. So uh, yeah, six critics. I know yeah. nothing about this show. I just wanted to put it in there because it's my name. My coworker <laughs> sent it to me, and uh, uh, my name's Chad, I guess. <laughs> also, you have to remember the way Rotten Tomatoes works is, is like I think if it's above a five, then it counts as like technically mm. good. Mm. So Wait, if everybody person... if everybody gave this at least like a five point five, then right, it's one hundred percent. Three point five out of four. Three out of four. Uh, we just need to give. Like all metrics need to be like board game geeks metrics. Like everything is very difficult to get a super high score. <laughs> like the aggregate method is like number of reviews, like positive reviews, most recent re- like I don't know whatever their algorithm is to determine it. It's very good because you know they did right by making Glenhaven the goat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on to other so, stuff. Oh we should, before we move on, I just scrolled down on the page. It looks like a girl plays Chad. Oh, perfect. Oh, there you go. So, so that's cool, I guess. Maybe we can move there on. You there you go. Uh, stuff related things. Spotify Hi Fi. Oh, this yeah. Thing. You guys, yeah, you guys hear about this? Some no. CD quality they, uh, music coming yeah, from Spotify. They announced, they announced they're bringing a new tier of Spotify subscribing that is the high fidelity one. So they can finally compete with Tidal and Deezer and all those other ones like that. Um, they haven't said when they're bringing it or how much it's going to cost, but they've said it's going to be lossless CD quality. Sounds dope. Streaming. Sounds yeah. pretty sick. You ever yep. go try to take one of those tests that's like, this is hi-fi and this isn't, and you have to try to pick out which one's which? No. I no. didn't know that existed. The best way to do that is while you're on an airplane and you put in a set <laughs> of like Apple, like Apple headphones that actually have the plug, like the old ones from like 2007, and then you just listen to some music and you take the test. You can easily tell then. It's very simple to do. I mean, honestly, I think I could just use Caitlin's like headphones that came out of a twenty-five cent like pop-out yeah. thing. Like <laughs> those, 
it sounds like two tin cans are connected by a freaking Heck screen. Yeah. Like get I, some of those like mm, low quality skull candies from Target. Worse. It's oh, worse. Yeah. It's worse. Skull candy has better quality than whatever these are. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you got a new good care. La, 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 la. Good care. <laughs> I'm done. It's gonna let you know. It's so very difficult to tell the difference. So it's mostly yep. all marketing, I think. Yeah, I think I was... you need to buy that uh, Sennheiser one and then do it because I bet you could tell a difference then. How much oh my gosh. Sennheiser I one? saw a set of headphones that were seventy four thousand dollars today. <laughs> That's wow. a lie. Will, did you instantly will... buy them? <laughs> no, no, he I thought didn't. about it. As as somebody who literally went to school and studied this, and I had on my tests things of just like you know which of these is in you know like this format and which of these is in this format and which one is like high def audio or whatever you can't fucking tell <laughs> there's like a there's this one i found abx.digitalfeed.net like the, and they would... they try to position it as if you can't tell the difference your your stuff isn't good enough yeah i mean honestly that's the thing is like you would you get to need... buy more expensive stuff like because I I could tell because like we also had to submit our stuff at a specific res and like occasionally I would just send over like really shitty wave songs that weren't like dot mm. mp3s or whatever like and just the worst quality stuff but because I knew my professor was going to be like away that weekend he was going to be on his laptop and away from all of his $20,000 rig and I was like he won't know the difference <laughs> To him, it'll sound the goddamn same coming out of his laptop. So I don't need to sit here for four hours like, of my life and save <laughs> it as like this huge file. Like low bitrate stuff, I can tell the difference usually. But like high high end MP3 stuff, like 320, yeah. and versus like flack, I can't yeah. tell the difference really. You, honestly speaking, that unless you have something that is so high. Uh, uh, of like fidelity to be able to play it back to you to be able to find the difference and even then you still have to train your ear for it and it's and like like it's a joke like this site is like is your audio system really ready for loss of sound and it's like I have a nice DAC I have a nice uh, amp and the headphones I'm wearing right now retail for $1400 so the, it's not my stuff, you know. And I'm. It's like I'm, you need an upgrade, though. I'm you also you said you have like you quote unquote a nice DAC and amp. You don't have a nice DAC and amp. You have a very high quality DAC. And yeah. Amp. And it's like I'm bypassing the internal Windows um, audio system and outputting directly to USB. So really, I've, I should have like the cleanest sound possible, and I well, can do these do tests have, and, and not not succeed. Do you have gold coated USB cables, though? <laughs> I could do actually. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because it was yeah. Do. I don't know. It was just the ones that came with it. Oh my god! So the takeaway is you've wasted a lot of money. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. That is that wow. is. I can correct. tell the difference wow. between hardware, like mm-hmm. going from going from uh yeah a pair of like fifteen dollars skull candies to your fourteen hundred dollar candy. Yeah, I'm sure you can tell a difference, or even. Even going from different high-end sets that I have, they have different like sound profiles. I guess you would call it. Like okay, they this... they sound different. They but they all sound nice, but they sound different. You know. This reminds me of when you were telling me about the people who do reviews on headphone cables. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's Excuse ridiculous. Me? Yeah, they review the cable that goes between your amp and your headphones, and mm. they will like list out what the prof like the profile of the cable is, the sound profile of the cable. 
Well, that's my issue with my headphones. No, (laughs) the cable stuff is so insane. Like I would consider myself an audiophile and some of the stuff that audiophiles get into in the high end is just craziness, like $500 custom cables. Sign me up. And it's specifically designed. It's literally the same freaking components as you would have in a normal cable. Sure, maybe like gold tipped. All right, whatever. You can buy a gold tipped one, but you don't. Why, why a five hundred dollar one? What are they doing mechanically? Know, you, you know, know what like they're from doing? a fabrication standpoint to make it. They're better. doing stone cold nothing. They're like, give me five hundred dollars, and I will custom build one. your cable. Uh, then they go to Amazon and buy a twenty dollar cable and ship that bitch over to you. Yeah, they just have a really good PR and ad boxes. agency, and they're making like the most stellar ads about like super high quality like sound. And that's mm-hmm. what's selling it. It's not the quality of the cable. It's the quality of the advertising. I mean, so true. You want to talk about the quality of advertising? I don't know if you guys have seen the ads for Pillow Cube, but it is a solid minute investment of your life to Pillow, watch what is that this? ad. Pillow Cube? Pillow Cube. It is um, hilarious. Perfect pillow it, for side sleepers. Hey, that's me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like literally watching the ad that shows up on my YouTube for that every single time, I don't skip it. It's so entertaining of an ad that I just let it go because you know, it's, it's high, so funny to watch. You no, know, it's Pillow a high-quality ad when you don't click head. the skip button. Uh, last but not least here, Chad, have you been dealing with some uh, delivery issues? <laughs> yeah, I have. So I recently moved over the summer uh, from an apartment to a townhome. We needed more uh-huh. space. It's uh-huh. great. It's great here. Love it. Uh, actually, I don't even know if the landlord knows we're here anymore because, I mean, I pay rent, but we haven't spoken to him since moving in. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. I've been ordering stuff off Amazon and my parents have sent us stuff like birthday gifts and whatnot. And there's been like one or two packages that just never shows up. But I get like the image on Amazon that it's there and it looks like my neighborhood. But they don't take the picture in such a way that they like I can see the number of like the house to maybe track it down. Uh, so the other day, my mother ordered something for uh, Caitlin. And so I really wanted to find it because it was for her birthday. And then it was on her birthday that this was happening. I literally walked around my entire neighborhood until I found it. Of course, it's the last house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Always. I'm going to use I'm going to use fake numbers because I'm not trying to dock self. But uh, <laughs> they my house is. Three 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 four, right? The four digits. The house that it was at was one three six five one. That seems oh. very similar. I would totally be confused <laughs> yeah. by that too. That's five digits, and both the numbers are completely different. But like, they both have numbers. Is the problem? Right? They both really had the a issue. three in it. All right, they both had a three in it. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I just don't get. We're in. We're involved in like this pandemic, COVID quarantine. Everybody's ordering everything. How how have they not been like streamlined on this or successful? I, I was talking to my parents and I'm like, I understand back when I lived at home, like our house on one street had the same number as another street. Like it was identical numbers. They were just two different streets. So I like I understand that mix up, right? I don't understand the mix up of different amount of digits, different name, completely different names. It just, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. And so that's why I've written here, Amazon, USPS, FedEx, UPS, WTF is going on. Because it, I don't think it's Amazon's fault. I think it's one of the delivery people that they, you know, uh, third party use. So. Last mile delivery? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, it's it Honestly, it's probably quantity. What they ran into, like, from COVID learning, like, at first, you know, UPS drivers, FedEx drivers would have, like, 40, 50, 60 boxes in their truck when they start their mm-hmm. day. 
And then they were starting to have upwards of 100 and mm. still having to deliver all those boxes within the same time frame. So they just had to speed up their routes, speed up their deliveries. And sometimes things just didn't get... Here's the thing. like They know the insurance is going to cover it. They know that right. whatever wherever you bought it from is going to cover it. So it's not really a big deal. Right. Just, that's that's the good thing about this is uh, I contacted, you know, the first time it happened, I contacted Amazon like 48 hours after and was like, hey, it didn't show up. I uh, contacted them the next time it happened and was like, hey, it didn't show up. And they're like, well, you got to wait 48 hours because, you know, sometimes what they told me is sometimes the delivery driver will take a picture not of your package, but of a package and assign it to your <laughs> listing and say it's delivered, but it's not actually delivered. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? But yeah, so I mean, they, they, I haven't had to pay for anything, of course. You know, they've, the people who freaking get my packages, though, aren't even delivering it to me. They're right here in my neighborhood. They can look me up. The address is right there. So they're just getting free stuff over there. Nice. Until I yoinked the last package from their porch. And you of just need I'm, to find a company that sells everything with a GPS tracker embedded in the box and then only <laughs> buy from that company. I'm sure it will be very inexpensive. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just purchased a countertop, a chair, like a gaming chair and uh, Alex tables or Alex drawers. And uh, I'm, if they're over there, it's going to be really awkward to carry that. Like <laughs> the little, the little tiny package that I pulled from their, their uh, porch. That's fine. The big package that I'm going to have to freaking lug across. It's not going to be okay. And those Alex's aren't, uh, aren't light. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm Caleb, hoping these Caleb are got somebody else's Walmart wow. grocery delivery one day. <laughs> Oh, I did, yeah, yeah. Okay, but were you a good Samaritan, <laughs> and did you see the address, and did you take that to the correct address, or did you just keep it? The address oh. was nowhere near me. So you just kept it? Yep. Although, I mean, the address I, was nowhere I, near you, so I mean, I that's did, okay. I did call the delivery person. They're like, well, we can't take it back. That's COVID. Yeah, once, once they give it to you, they can't take it back. Right. Free stuff. Yeah. Free, Free stuff! Yeah, I once had a, a DoorDasher come up, give me food, and then five minutes later, come back up the stairs, and it was like, more food. And I was like, no, uh, I, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll you take it. I'm real hungry right you now. You already gave me the food. <laughs> maybe he just wanted to hang out. Think of that. I think he did. I think he was, maybe he was lonely. These times. Gosh. Missed yeah. opportunities, Chad. I've, I've had that happen with, uh, I had DoorDash drop me off some Tucky Fried Chicken, and they were just whoa, like. Whoa, whoa, what? What? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, and there's so many better chicken places. Around here, gets gets slimmer. Taco Bell, probably. Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'd call KFC the worst fast food restaurant. I think. Quite possible. I don't know. Burger King is like whoa. Burger King is very. Have you seen Burger King's advertising? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'm KFC not going to get Owen? into the semantics of <laughs> what fast food is worse than McDonald's. But that's anyway. how you make a hot take on me. Uh, yeah. Hot yeah. take. McDonald's yeah, is probably that the best fast been your food. Hot take. Chimney Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But but anyway, I ordered some of that, and then they gave me the wrong order, and so like the place was down the street about four or five minutes. Like if I wanted to drive and pick up the food, I could have, but I just wasn't feeling like leaving my apartment, but Mm -hmm. now I had to. So I called them up and I was just like, Hey, you gave us the wrong order. And they like, the guy's like, Oh yeah, I see your order on the counter here. And then he's like, so do you like want it? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what do I do with the other order? And he was like, uh, do you keep it? And I was like, but it's a bunch of food that like we looked at the order and it was a bunch of weird stuff from KFC. And I was just like, I'm not eating oh, any you, of this. Wait, you normally get normal stuff from KFC? 
Uh, what could there yeah. be weird at KFC? I don't, it it's was chicken. just like a, it was <laughs> know, a bunch right? of stuff that I was like, I, it, it was like corn on the cob and coleslaw and like some oh, other yeah, stuff. Whoever, like, whoever ordered shit. whoever ordered that food, sociopaths. Yeah, and so <laughs> I was just like, fuck all this, and so I had to end up driving back. I had to like drive down to the fucking place and pick up my actual order. Wait, and, wait, I, can I back up for a second? I want to know if literally the only thing they ordered was like a whole bunch of corn on the cob and coleslaw. It, it was no fried cob, chicken at all. No fried chicken. There was no fried no, chicken. No freaking what? way. There was. It was, it was, it was There's no way. It was. No it was way, like dude. one of those weird like chicken sandwiches or something like that. Okay, but so there was chicken. Like, oh, okay. There yeah. Was chicken. No, there was chicken, but it wasn't like fried chicken. It was like a chicken sandwich, and it was also like they added a bunch of weird stuff to the sandwich. And I was Listen, like, Oh no, I ain't fucking it, with this. As long as there was chicken in the order. The moment you tell me that someone ordered corn on the cob and like a bunch of other sides with no fried chicken from KFC. That person is a sociopath. Oh, no yeah, one so, does that. So here on Healthline, there's like seven or eight different things that show you're a sociopath. One is ordering <laughs> corn from KFC. Exactly. See? It's like it falls under number eight. After uh, shows aggressive or aggravated behavior, which I think if you want corn on the cob from KFC, you're already aggressive and aggravated. <laughs> I, it will blow your mind, but the KFC doesn't consider their own safety. I mean, corn on the cob. Okay, yes. the, the KFC in my hometown would run out of chicken and have to close down. And I was just like, let me understand this. You have exactly one job, and it is fried producing chicken. bad chicken. Oh, sorry. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't understand how you could run out of chicken. It's the only thing you fucking sell at this place. Clearly not. They sell corn on the cob and a bunch of other appetizers. Doesn't feel Signs. guilt or remorse. Like who doesn't feel guilty for ordering corn on the cob? Okay, <laughs> can eat corn on the cob. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. That's it. It's all, folks. We're calling out. it. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. We also have a couple new series that we've been working on. One for a custom Divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.